to read Back to Reality, the best-selling novel of the bestseller experiment by the two marks, go to bestsellerexperiment.com forward slash back to reality. And subscribe to this podcast to get loads of extra bonuses. Go to bestsellerexperiment.com forward slash subscribe. Let's run the show. Hello and welcome to the Bestseller Experiment, where we continue to discover what makes a bestseller and inspire you to start, finish and publish your book. I'm Mark DeVoe. And I'm Mark Stay. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everyone. And a big thank you to our sponsor, ProWritingAid, the official editing software of the Bestseller Experiment. ProWritingAid is so much more than a grammar checker. It's a style editor and writing mentor, all in one package. Ho, ho, ho. And what's more, ProWritingAid integrates with Scrivener and Word, Google Docs, Chrome, Safari, Firefox, OpenOffice, and Outlook. It's designed for the smarter writer, which is all of you. And as a list of the bestseller experiment, and because you've been such good boys and girls, you get 20% off right now. Get your discount today at prowritingaid.com forward slash bestseller. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Have you been on the um, eggnog again, <clears throat> Mark? <laughs> yeah, it's it's gone green. Is it supposed to be that colour? Uh, <laughs> oh, I might have to rush off to the toilet very suddenly, you know what, everyone. I, if, I've uh, always wondered what would be the equivalent of um of like if so. Pro writing aid was like the best Christmas present a writer could get this year. What would be the uh, the pres- Christmas present for people that hadn't written all year? You know, like the coal in the stocking. What would that be? Oh gosh, uh, the new Coldplay album! <laughs> <laughs> you are so bad. You are bad. I actually really like that. Album. It wouldn't be it? Wouldn't be a, a a year of podcasts without you mentioning your love of Coldplay, would it? <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone gets it for you for Christmas on vinyl. Oh God! I'm well, have to pop you can off always melt down to trace. Well, so, have, happy Christmas, happy, mate. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas to you and yours, and happy Christmas to all the listeners. What a year it has been, eh? I've got it some I've got some stats weird. here. Now, how many episodes of the podcast do you think we've done this year? This year? Over 100. Well, no, no, no. Great. <laughs> 92 episodes of the podcast. Not far off. That's right? amazing. Uh, so that's 44 deep dives for our patrons. Wow. So that's amazing. Uh, six live shows, five lots of one-page punch-ups, 57 authors, which is, you know, Heinz 57. Variety. Heinz Variety, 57 authors, you know. Uh, there might be there might be one or more either side of that. I'm, you know, th- things like the London Book Fair where we interviewed a lot of people and, and live shows and things like that. So, uh yeah, it's been a hell of a year. I think we've had more has, podcasts this year than any other. Uh, so yeah, it's and been, I think you've travelled. You've travelled more as well, haven't you? I think you think about all the conferences, the the Amazon Kindle Awards that you went to, um, and we've yeah. had people meeting up in Scotland. Listeners meeting up in Scotland. There's been a lot of travelling happening this year as well. Yeah, and you know, I've had a book out. We've had an audio book out. I've written a screenplay. I've got a TV show on the go. I've been editing people's books. I've been doing this, that, and the other. So it's um, yeah, it's been a busy old year. Lots done. Lots done. What we'll uh, have to do. But- what what we'll have to do at the beginning of the beginning of next year is do your usual where we look at your kind of the goals that you set for last year and see what happened because that'd be very interesting. Too. I did go back and look at these. I haven't done any of them. 
I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let's leave that. Let's leave that till the new year. We'll actually put that in as just a, as a little teaser for people. But, um, but but it's one of these things you get distracted, or you get waylaid, or you set targets that are ridiculously high, <laughs> which you have to do. Which yeah, is which you have to do. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not like I've been sitting here twiddling my thumbs. I've been a busy boy. I've been a bit Absolutely. as of you, as of you, Mister D. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's I think it's been an incredible year for everyone and we've said this many times before but this is all about evolution and progression and 2020 is just going to get even better. I I like I like Christmas because it's a time to take stock. Once you get actually I mean once you get past Christmas Eve Christmas Day to be honest, up the run up to Christmas is completely bonkers for a lot of people. Mm. It's all about buying presents and dealing with family logistics and how you're going to keep auntie hilda happy when you've got to go and see cousin jake or whatever you know the kind of stresses yeah. that everyone yeah, goes yeah. through um the way to look at that though folks is if you do get into any kind of family bust-ups and stuff great material great oh, material yeah. <laughs> moving oh, forward yeah. you know but um <laughs> you know it's always a bright side but I, I i think that the rush up to christmas i always find christmas that i always want to enjoy december but always end up waking up on boxing day thinking oh my gosh seriously where where did that go? And it just happened. But then there's that beautiful time between Christmas and New Year where it feels like, and I know a lot of people probably still have to, you know, they're out there working. There's a lot of incredible people like doing nursing jobs, for example, that can't take a break. Mm. But for, for people that can, it's a really good time to take stock, isn't it? In the run up to New Year mm. and think about what it is you want to actually achieve next year. And also more as importantly, what you did achieve this year. Because um, we just kind of run week to week, day to day sometimes and not really take stock. So today's episode is a bit about taking stock of the last year, isn't it, Mark? Yeah, absolutely. Sort of looking back, checking in. We've got lots of lovely stuff from our listeners and our patrons. Now, we haven't done a patron update for weeks because of the nature of the episodes we've been doing. So I've got a list of amazing patron supporters here. I'm just going to read them out. So um, Emma Steele, thank you. Scott Jarrell. Juliet Fisher, Jack Logan, RJ Barrett, Elizabeth Hurley, Andrew Hall, Richard Roper, Tajay Malisness, I hope I pronounced that correctly, Tajay, A.Y. Chow, Laura Shep. Thank you all. You are all, all kinds of awesome. We really could not do this show without you. So, you know, if you want to help support the podcast, pop over to uh, bestsellerexperiment.com forward slash support and, uh, you know, pledge get in there get involved and of course you know if you if you get in there you're a chart top of support you can get involved with our live shows the one page punch-ups become a member of the bxp group i think the facebook bxp group is you're getting uh, some great value for money there we've got best-selling authors there award-winning authors it's just the best group on facebook i'm i'm checking in four or five times a day amazing bunch of people yeah, join the come and join in the fun, folks. And and uh, I remember last year there were a number of listeners that decided, you know what, this year I've listened to the bestseller experiment. I've been inspired by the, some of the people, that, and there's there's things that have changed their life about writing. Something somebody said. A lot of people have written in, which is really sweet of people to say that that we've encouraged them to keep going. I think there's a really couple of great emails we got later around that. But what what I'd say is, if this podcast has helped you in any way this year, and you you know you're looking moving forward how we can kind of continue to inspire and motivate you, then you know our Christmas list is 
subscribe to us on Patreon, basically. That would be the best Christmas present ever from you guys. So thank you to everyone who's already done that. I know people have been uh, supporting us now for a, for a long, long time. Um, we do really need to keep pushing those numbers up to, 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 to make this podcast break even. So thank you for everyone for your support and your presence this year of, of, of listening to this show, but also supporting as well. So, so let's dive into some of those emails, Mark, because there's some just amazing, heartwarming stuff that we've been hearing. I've got some lovely stuff here. I've got one from uh, Natalie Perry, who writes as uh, Poppy T. Perry. And she says, to the two marks, hello, just a little note away from social media to send you both love and thanks for all you do in the podcast. It really does inspire. And I can't believe how much I learn each week. You mentioned that some people's dream is to get on the podcast. Speaking to you guys on the bestseller experiment is definitely in there when I daydream about one day getting a book deal. Now, I must say, uh, Natalie, when I was at the Scooby conference a couple of years ago, Children's Writers Conference, Natalie looked after me so i do our one and you know so natalie as soon as you get any whiff of a book deal we should get you on she says though i'm not there there yet all the information you put out is so helpful i think mr devoe mentioned that you might be putting out too much <laughs> she said no it's not true i love getting a notification to tell me that the uh, the patreon has uh, more content thank you also for the positive mental health talks and just sharing as much as you do mr stay mentioned uh, recently he lost a friend to alcohol i lost my dad to it too and know how it feels and I'm constantly blown away by how strong you both are, openly talking about every aspect of life and writing and the many points where they cross over. Just a friendly little thank you. It is easy to see how much work you put into the show and I wanted to let you know it's all very much appreciated. Wishing you both the best. Natalie, a.k.a. Poppy T. Perry. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you so much, oh, Natalie. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you, Natalie. Very amazing. I mean, um, it, it just, it, it blows me away, actually, when, when you, hear, you hear those kind of emails because... Uh, you, you chip away at this podcast and often the two of us just like staring at each other like talking into a microphone not really realizing what's happening out in the you know we, we often don't get to check in with individual listeners which is why we love 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 these stories so if you have a similar story to that like like natalie does please do write in and tell us because we read every single email that we get in both of us it comes to a central email box we don't have assistants do we mark we, we're, not, <laughs> we're not like we're in some big tower where we get kind of mail brought up to us each morning it's it's we look at this stuff so please do write to us and tell us your stories because this is the lifeblood of this podcast it's what changes are happening in your world as a result of what um, we put out there on the airwaves and all the amazing guests we have who come in as well. Um, but there's also people out there, Mark, that want to give up. And we hear about this a lot, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's understandable that, you know, that things can be hard and difficult and you, and I'm all for, you know, taking a break. I know we're doing this, you know, 200 words a day challenge, but you know, you've got to think first and foremost of your mental health of, uh, of, you know, you don't want it to be too much for you. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm just, you know, people break through. They uh, they, they they keep ploughing on and they, they break their own. They put public declarations out there. They let us know what they're writing, what they're working on. I mean, we've got a, a note here from Joe Ruiz uh, who sent us an email. It says, consistently inspired by the podcast and happy to be a patron. I'm looking forward to the 200 words a day 2020 challenge. I've taken a break from Facebook and writing groups, but decided to come back because of the amazing support the BXPers provide each other. So, you know, it's... We're hearing from people who, you know, maybe taking a break from social media because social media, you know, can be quite 
overwhelming, uh, particularly when you know it's um, you know this success, that success, and if you're struggling, it can be all can be a bit much. But yeah, we try and provide a positive space. We try and be best foot forward, don't we? Yeah, it's it, it, and yeah. There's a lot of people that be listening to this podcast thinking, well, this year was rubbish for me. You know, I didn't didn't even write some people won't have even written other people will have you know maybe just had rejections for things that they've they've put out there into the world they may have made the big bold move to actually make that big step and become to the end of the year and 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 thinking they haven't moved anywhere forward but i want to remind everyone listening today that this is a process it's a step by step if you if you're going out there if you feel that this year hasn't been a success Every failure that you've had is is a one step closer to a success. Sometimes we have to kind of we have to kind of get the failures to push them out of the way to to get to the fact that you're out there trying. If whether you're just writing at the moment, that's amazing. If you're actually out there making yourself vulnerable, sending out manuscripts, trying to find agents, trying to release a book on Amazon, you're putting yourself out there and that's the only thing that you can ultimately do. It's this if you if you're not doing anything um, then 2020 is going to be your year where you're going to you're going to put your best foot forward and say no. Actually, you know what? I've been saying this to myself for 20 years. I've been saying this to myself for five years. Whatever it is for you, whatever your story is, today is the day that I want you to say, okay, I'm going to change my story. I'm a storyteller. <laughs> I get to make the rules up. I get to make the characters up in my book. Why not make up your own story as a writer? What, what is your protagonist as a writer going to be in 2020? And thank you to everyone who's written in to tell us. We've, we sometimes get some very personal emails, which we don't read out on the show. But we do know that there's people, there are people out there who have, have given up and then maybe got inspired by something on the podcast and it's got them writing again. So stick with us, folks. This is your, this is your daily daily vitamins uh, and weekly kind of health check-in because <laughs> we're all there together. Um, and we want we want more and more of these success stories and breakthroughs as well. Yeah, we had a, a, an email from Laura, and that's Laura Shep, who's one of our patrons, uh, an email that said, you guys have kept me writing when I felt like giving up. Uh, I just want to say that I love the podcast. You guys have kept me going through a time when I wanted to give up on writing. My first manuscript has been rejected by multiple agents. Well... You and me both, Laura. You know, I've I've been there too. A lot of other authors have. Uh, she says, I still struggle with calling myself a writer and don't like posting on social media about it. Uh, I wanted to make a declaration to you both. I intend to get my current novel project completed by 1st of March 2020. I'm embarrassed to tell people other than my writing group that I want to be a novelist because I think they'll expect me to be successful. I can't handle their looks of disappointment when I'm not. I studied English at university, but that did not involve any creative writing whatsoever. I'm as much of a novice as anyone. But I still feel that extra bit of pressure because of my academic background. Everyone thinks that if you write a book, you'll have a smash hit. But I know that's not the case. And, you know, that declaration, Laura, thank you so much for that email. It's in the diary. It's a big step and a scary one, but you're going to smash it. You know, it's um, if you're writing, you're a writer. Keep writing. You know, it's uh, that thing of, um, you know, the norms, normal people. They only ever hear the success stories, the things that make the news where it's debut author gets million pound advance, uh, blah, 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 blah. But that's uh, that's a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage of, of all the writers out there. And the rest of us, we're all getting rejections. We're all banging our head against the wall. People have had books published. and I mean, I, some of my uh, writer friends on Facebook today 
really worried about 2020. They're kind of, you know, they might not have a deal. They might be pitching for a new series. Their sales of the book they've got. It's a constant struggle. So, you know, we're here to prop each other up, to support each other, to say, keep going, you know, keep at it. And if you need a shoulder to cry on, then that's why we're here. Yeah, and absolutely. And we're always going to pick you up, though, and dust you off and say, right, come on, get back on the Mm. horse. Because, you know, when you do read about those stories of the people that get the big deals, it's good because it shows you that, you know, there is that kind of unlimited potential with this space that we're in. There's a lot of careers actually where you, you, you can't do that. There isn't that kind of lottery ticket scenario where you, Hmm. you know, that from rags to riches kind of story, but they're there to inspire us. But again, it's not necessarily about being that number one selling author with, you know, the biggest book of the year, because we're seeing time and time again, that people are carving out careers with, um, you know, fan base of 20,000 people, of 10,000, of 5,000 people who, who who become their biggest group of supporters that help them again and again and again with everything that they put out there. And so there's all kinds of different levels of sustainability as an author. And, and really, you know, the, the, the BXP 2020 challenge is about sustaining your writing every day. It's about to putting down those 200 words every single day. And once you start doing that, you're opening the doors to become sustainable as an author because words are your currency, right? Every time you write something, you're adding to um, your bank account, if you like, of, of of work that you're creating, and that's the only way that it happens. So if you're not if you're not actually signed up to BXP 2020 yet, get started on the January the first, but go and sign up on bxp2020.com. And if you're listening to this, I will put this out there now. If you listen to this after the 1st of January, you think, oh, I've missed it. No, you haven't. Because you can start any time. You can start at any point. The point is, is that the earlier you start, the more words you're going to write. You know, so get over to that website, register and start writing those words every day. 200 words a day minimum. And by the end of the year, if that's your entry level, if you like, you know, it's just about writing next year. It's not even about publishing or finding an agent or or you know, even finishing a book, but you will have an incredible body of work at the end of 2020 when you listen to the Christmas special next year. And we want to celebrate that. We're going to have next, next Christmas, I'm going to make a prediction, Mark. This, <laughs> this show next Christmas is going to be filled with tons of people saying how many words they wrote that they never thought were possible. Hmm. That yeah, would be, no. that would warm my heart. That would be like a massive year. No, it's, was it 11 million words pledged already at least? Yeah, we're actually now up to 15 million words pledged yes. now, folks. So just keep nice. it going. Bring it on. Give us your words. Give us your words. We want to have <laughs> millions and millions of words that are going to be written as a result of this focus. Mm. And I'm particularly excited to hear about how it changes people's writing habits, what surprises they get from it. And what comes out the other end? It's just going to be fascinating. Yeah. It's um, one last email uh, from Aggie. Uh, Dear Marks, uh, this is a first for me, writing a note to podcasters, but I've finally been spurred to action by listening to episode 23. The plot thickens. Yes, I'm late to the game and have just started listening to podcasts about 10 days ago. But since I subscribed to Einstein's theory of relativity... This podcast is happening in real time for me, so no spoilers, please. (laughs) Um, 
I, I live outside Washington, D.C. in Maryland and walk my rambunctious golden retriever named Pistachio. What a great name for a golden retriever each morning over the line into D.C. proper uh, about one mile to a local coffee shop and back, during which time I listen to podcasts and discovering a good podcast and writing is like finding a pearl. Uh, for the past 10 days, that's been you guys. And I have to admit, I was skeptical at first. Yep, so were we. Uh, but you have thoroughly <laughs> won me over with your enthusiasm and humor, insight and mad interviewing chops. As a former newspaper reporter, I really appreciate good interviewing skills. It's harder than it seems. The reason I started listening to begin with was to find motivation to get more words on the page during the holidays. Recently, I snagged a great agent for a novel I wrote. Not my first, but my fourth. Been at this a while. And the manuscript is now out in submission. The advice while one is out and sub is to keep writing. It seems the advice is always to keep writing, isn't it? So simple yet so hard. But I have to admit that a daily dose of your podcast has kept my mind in the game and I've been meeting word count and progressing quite nicely. I've loved listening to favourite authors like Sarah Pimbra, who's behind her eyes I'm constantly recommending and giving as a gift, as well as discovering new writers like Liz Finnick. So I wanted to thank you. I am one of the anonymous listeners. I benefit from your hard work and I realised the very least I could do was let you know that what you do matters and is greatly appreciated. The other night, I was making dinner for my kids after a tough day and listening to the Ben Aronovich interview on earbuds and I started laughing so hard I had to put down my kitchen knife. Safety first. So thanks for that. <laughs> a good laugh is hard to come by these days and so sorely needed. I hope the next time I write, if there is a next time, it is to tell you that I've got a book deal. Meanwhile, I'll keep listening. I figure I have at least several months to go before I'm all caught up. Best Aggie. Well, Aggie, thank you so much for that. I'm going to drop you a line and give you permission to skip ahead to this uh, to this episode. Uh, but yes, get in touch when you get a deal. When. Not if. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. I love I love Aggie, Aggie the anonymous listener. Because I think there's a lot of you out there, a lot of anonymous <laughs> listeners who uh, check in with us each week. Drop us an email. Tell us tell us about your story. We want you're the ones we want to hear about. You know, we, we we get approached by PR agents every week about this new author. Can do you want to bring them on the show? But I, my favorite emails are from our listeners. So if you've been thinking about writing in for some time and telling a story, and again, tell us. You don't we don't have to read them out. Tell us if you don't want them read out in the email. But give us your story because this podcast is for you. It's about inspiring you guys to, to live your best writing dreams. And Aggie, thank you for taking the time to tell us your story. And uh, that was that was one of my favourite emails this month, actually. That was brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, just fantastic. Well, we've got, we've got a competition winner to announce. We certainly do. Yes. You remember uh, a few weeks ago, we had a, a beautiful copy of Garth Nix's new novel. It's an ARC, advanced reading copy, Angel Mage, signed by the great man himself. I've got it in my hot little hands here. There we go. Oh, that's beautiful. And this is one of those books that's just getting the most amazing review uh, reviews all over the place. So, yeah, we put, had a little competition. Lots of people entered. I've got my drum kit here, Mr. D. Shall Excellent. We, uh, it's been a while, hasn't we, it? It has been a while. Yeah, right. right let's, uh, let me just set this thing up. Right. <clears throat> okay. Are you ready? Yes, let's do it. Okay. That sounds like some Halloween thing. <laughs> there you go. Got horn section as well there. Um, oh my gosh! You got the full orchestra in. The winner of Angel Mage is Hannah Fowler. Hannah, huge congratulations! I'm going to congratulations, Hannah. Hopefully, we'll get this to you. Yeah, we'll be sending you out an email, and uh, as long as you're not in the other 
side of the world, you might be getting it maybe before Christmas. <laughs> this should be a wonderful present. Congratulations. And thank you to everyone else who entered. Please remember that if you're part of the supporter team for this podcast, you get entered into all of our all of our lovely competitions that we have. And uh, we often try and find the very best. We've had some amazing things, haven't we? We've had all hmm. kinds of novels and underpants. I mean, it's been quite quite eclectic bunch of presents we've had. But um, thank you again for everyone. And sorry if you didn't win, but keep an eye out. We'll be having more competitions in the new year, which is fantastic. Mm. So Mark, Mark what, what are your plans for writing over Christmas? What do you do when you've got lots of family and people coming do you tend to kind of take a bit of time off or do you do you somehow squeeze it in i do tend to i mean certainly christmas day is just manic because everyone's here we've got like 14 people coming here on christmas day um and it's lots of chopping vegetables and uh putting you know putting things on tables and taking things off tables and then a bit of washing up and all sorts so that's a that's a completely manic day but yeah i will find i'm in the middle of writing a pitch at the moment i'm in the middle of um noodling ideas for the next book uh so yeah i am well that 200 word a day thing is just perfect at the moment because yeah. uh over christmas that's pretty much all i can actually do <laughs> no absolutely absolutely but that's that's the point of it actually the it's the fact that on days when it's really, really seems impossible to, to get those that word count in, it's not about having to commit to sitting down to doing an afternoon, a morning or a couple of hours. It's about 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes max. Get the 200 words in, feel good about yourself and then go and enjoy Christmas. Go and enjoy time with family, time with all those beautiful spouses we have that haven't seen us for, for years because we're stuck away writing. You know, just just use that opportunity. But I encourage people as a little warm-up, if you can do 200 words a day now in, in what is a busy time of year for visiting and, you know, all, all the different things, you know, maybe going out and seeing friends and family, but try it. See if you can do it because I think we all need a bit of a warm-up. You need to prove to yourself that even during the busiest times of year, so you can still do the 200 words. That's the point of it is to make it so easy that it's almost nigh impossible not to do it. So um, if you do manage to do it, drop us an email and tell us, you know, how, what a difference it made in terms of how you're writing, because it is our challenge to you for this new year. And I do think that, again, you know, imagine it, you could, you could knock out 2000 words by the end of Christmas. I mean, that would be that would be impressive by most people's books, right? Well, we just we had a, a tweet the other day from John Howard, who is at the Appy Writer. He says, 20, 21 days into my attempt at starting the BXP 2020 challenge to write 200 words a day, uh, started a bit early. He says he's written well over 4,200 words so far and seen no signs of stopping now. So congrats <laughs> on that, John. That is brilliant, John. Freaking amazing. Absolutely, Absolutely amazing. Brilliant. We've uh, we, we've had, you know, all kinds of little uh, public declarations and everything. Too many, really, to, to, to call out, but we We've had um, Steve Gowland recently said uh, book three began this morning, uh, 1,320 words before breakfast. So he's got a public declaration. Book three of his trilogy will be finished 10, 10 p.m. I know you like an exact oh, time. Oh, like it. Uh, on the 1st of February, 2020, 24 chapters, approximately 100,000 words. Here we go again. Well, good luck with that, Steve. That is in the diary interesting i wonder what the relevance is of 1010 because that is half of 2020 isn't it <laughs> i think i think we should make yeah. it the rules that you have to do it you either have to do it finish your book at 1010 <laughs> or at 2020 which is 8 20 in the evening 
I think that'd be quite nice. I think everyone <laughs> has any declarations for the next year. Your deadline of the day has to be at 8.20 in the evening, 2020. There you go. <laughs> Make it relevant. Good luck with that, Steve. Uh, we've, we've had authors publishing books. Rhoda Baxter, who also writes as Jeevani Cherika, uh, she recently published A Convenient Marriage, and that took her 17 years. It's 17 years in the making, uh, which is uh, amazing. Wow. Absolutely amazing. It's a huge congrats on publication of that. That's A Convenient Marriage, Jeevani Cherika. Recently, one of our patrons, Mark Hood, he's published his book on the Faye, and he's, uh, he's, he's, he's got people signing up to his newsletter as well. So Mark, another BXPer who's got a book published. Uh, we've had MD Thomas. He's been working on cover art for his book. He's been using Demonzo. Of course, you know, we had a great off with Demonza earlier in the year maybe we will again uh, so you know hang in, hang in there with that um, so he's got cover art out there he's been getting advice from the BXP group Tanya Scott uh, she's actually done this is one of the things that you love isn't it it's, she's done the artwork before she's actually she's thought of a story idea but she's done the artwork beforehand a science fiction uh, called Rise of the Battle Unicorns so that's a, that's great love that's it. always cool um, so yeah all our listeners they're smashing it they're absolutely smashing it so uh, it's um, everyone's off to a great start it's all it's all queued up for 2020 it's uh, uh, Matt uh, who is at Matt is not scary on Twitter has got exciting news that his story Directions to Paradise received honourable mention in the recent Writers of the Future contest have to give bestseller experiments some credit for constant motivation to write and send write and send so congrats on that matt as well and two of our most prolific social media followers and writers and amazing people which is robin sarty and sage who's a regular regular uh, they've they've announced their own experiment for 2020 they're going to be co-releasing a series of sweet romance stories under the pen name k bellingen with sage as the author and robin's company bellwood publishing as the publisher now robin and sage i'd like to invite you both on the show to do a deep dive on that i'd love to talk to you about how this came about what your plans are and maybe throughout the year we can keep coming back to you and just tracking how this is working for you because I think this is just amazing. The fact that two of our patrons, part of the BXP family, uh, not only are writing books, they've set up, you know, they're working as publisher and author, and I think they're going to absolutely smash it. So Robin and Sage, huge, huge congrats to both of you. And best of luck as well. Absolutely inspiring. And where will this go? Who else will meet up on the BXP team? It's becoming a bit like a dating website for writers, isn't it? <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> and that's actually what we're going to be talking about with your 200 word today, because one of the things that we're going to encourage people to do is if you have thought about signing up and you've even gone and signed up whilst you've listened to us talking about it at bxp2020.com, the next step is to invite a friend. Find somebody out there on your Facebook page, someone that you have drinks with at Christmas. Tell them what you're going to be doing. I bet you they'll say, oh, I think I could do that. Ask your spouse. If you're having trouble bringing your spouse into your writing world, say to them, look, why don't you try this? You never know what might come out. We've seen that happen already with a, a couple of our um, listeners. And as we talked about last week, how one of the spouses is just absolutely running away with the word count. A bit of competition, never a bad thing in a relationship. <laughs> but if, if you can bring people in, what about one of your children? What about one of your children? Like, it, it, I think, I, I, okay, here, I'm going to put it out there. I want to hear about the youngest child age that is doing the 200 words a day. 
How young can we get? Could we get a 10-year-old in? Could we get a seven-year-old? I think we probably could. <laughs> Ask one of your children to sit with you. If you think that you haven't got time to write because you're too busy as a family member, do this with one of your children. Like sit down with them and you say, right, let's write our 200 words. What are you going to write today? See what happens. My daughter came back from school the other day and said, dad, I just did a 90 page comic at school. <laughs> what? <laughs> she's setting up a play. She's setting up, a, she's 10 years old. She's setting up a play. She's done posters around her school and she's written this. I never knew she could write. She does French immersion. So she's 10. She's never had an English lesson in her life because all of her classes are in French. Oh. And she has written, it's so fascinating. She has written about five or six pages of prose. No, no paragraph breaks. It's beautiful. It's like one complete chunk of text in six pages. I love it. But I, she read it to me and I'm obviously completely biased being a dad, but I was like, this <laughs> is pretty good i started thinking blimey it's going to be putting me to task soon so invite your children into this world because you know what they are the future of authors and and if you can learn to have a love of writing with your children the things that you could discuss in the car and the things that you could do you know bedtime stories you could you know you could read what you've written or, or they could tell you what they've written bring people in get the whole office involved do a lunchtime club. <laughs> do a lunchtime club at your office. Say, right, we're doing the BXB 2020 club. I want to hear about the first club that's going to set up where you get 50 people in your office to all go to meeting rooms, start the timer, write like demons, and then get back to work. How brilliant would that be? Might be the most productive thing you've done all day <laughs> in many cases. So yes, tell us, tell us about that and, and invite your friends because it's all about inspiring other people by what you're doing as a writer and also building up a community of people that are going to support you through the year and you can be of support too and that is what this is all about that's amazing we did get a message from rj barrett as well said been listening for a while decided now is the time to start getting serious about writing if i don't start now it will never happen i'm 66 thank you both for your inspiration regards ruth ruth thank you so much for that uh yeah 2020 is going to be the year that it happens and don't forget to join us we've got a live show tuesday 7th of jan uh, it's 12 noon a pst 8 p.m in the uk we'll put notes up on how to get involved it's for our chart topper patrons uh, they come and join us on a webinar live show in our live studio they get to ask questions we speak to them they get involved it's all really good fun and that's how we're going to kick off next year with uh, the podcast and we're going to hit the ground running aren't we mr d and we certainly are and ruth just to let you know starting writing at 66 only possibly gives you about 15 to 25 books in your lifetime yeah. with the 2020 challenge so <laughs> you, you, this is you're never too young and brilliant on you for doing that absolutely amazing absolutely amazing so thank you for letting us know about that so mr state i guess that all that leaves us with is to um to wish you an incredibly beautiful family time with all of your peeps having a beautiful meal don't cut yourself cutting the veggies though because that no, might be good for your writing <laughs> for 2020 and thank you for making this year so much fun it's been an absolute blast as always it's been i i i'm inspired by this podcast um every week and i think it's just brilliant having you as a co-host you're a lovely chap a lot of wonderful things have come out of the work that you're doing on this podcast and and i want to say this again you people don't know this but mark works relentlessly behind the scenes every single day to make this happen bringing you the the best interviews 
and he's he's a dedicated chap so um i just want to honor you mate in this moment wish you and your family a very happy christmas and a wonderful new year and let's see what we can do with this podcast in 2020 eh? oh bless you sir and a very very happy christmas to you and yours i i i know christmas can be a difficult time for some folks out there but whatever it is i hope it's you know i hope you find time to think and reflect on what's happening and, and what's ahead and yeah we've got some cracking interviews coming as well just you know we've got scott pack coming on carol Mitchell, LJ Ross, Steph Green, B.A. Paris, multi-million selling authors, many of these, uh, the greatest advice. These folks are going to inspire you to make 2020 the year that it happens for you. So uh, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone out there. Brilliant. Come see us at bestsellerexperiment.com. Please drop us an email, drop us a contact with a contact form on the website. That's where you can send us your messages. Twitter and Facebook as well. If you want to send us a direct message on Twitter, that works well. Probably avoid sending us direct messages on Facebook because for some reason they don't really come through. But um, (laughs) if you want to be safe, come to the website and uh, drop us a note in the contact form there. And um, yes, one final thing. I'm going to mention it again. (laughs) BXP2020.com. If you are finishing this podcast... Just stop the car, stop the washing up, stop whatever you're doing, get your phone up, sign up, and we'll see you on the other side. January the 1st, rock and roll. Happy Christmas, mate. Happy Christmas, sir. Merry happy holidays. And it's happy Christmas to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. It's a goodbye from Mark 1. And a goodbye from Mark 2. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks.